Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of The Bench Mob here on the 48 Minutes Basketball Network. I hope you guys had a great time while we were gone and we enjoyed our mini hiatus where we got to recharge our batteries for a little bit to get ready for the season. Um, Today, we're going to be doing some win totals and we're going to be talking about everyone's predictions. Shout out to betonline.ag, who does not sponsor us, but they can if they want to. They can. Yes. Get on board, baby. (laughs) They can if they want to. Um, But I took their over-under win totals they had from their site. So uh, we're going to do this by conference. And we're going to go go through and kind of pick them all. I have all the note, note totals here. Ben and Sean have not seen these yet. Um, so they'll be going along with me and giving their thoughts. But before we get into that, I will introduce the panel on the bench mob today. We are without Joshua Odellis Forellis. I'm sure he'll be joining us as soon as he can in the near future. Uh, but of course, my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mackey. How are you, bud? Wonderful. How are you doing? Good. How was, how was your time off? Did you, did you enjoy recharging your batteries? Yeah. <laughs> I really didn't hear anything about the NBA for two weeks. So yeah, it was, it was great. So yeah, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of waiting to miss it a little bit more. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're only about seven weeks away from the season starting. Uh, so also joining us, my man, Mr. Ben Brown. What's up, buddy? How are you? Buddy, I'm good. Uh, as you know, I am in the midst of football season. So um, in the midst of not being able to record for NBA, we've been, you know, I've been knee deep in high school football. Um, so, but it's been good. Uh, definitely looking forward to uh, getting back into the NBA groove for sure. Good. Congratulations on the win, by the way. I know you've been wanting to get a win for a long time. So, yes, sir. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. 30 to if, three. Uh, Did they like try on the other side? <laughs> Uh, they they did. Uh, we we played we played pretty well. I was I was excited with how we. They played. just stopped the game. They were like they've had too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, throwing the we, towel. <laughs> yeah, we played well. I was excited with how we played, so it was cool. So, well, good man. I'm glad to hear. It. I'm glad everything went well. All right, so Absolutely. we're going to do this. This is going to be our um, bet bet online this week. Released their win totals. Uh, for the season. And I had to double check with Joe and Kyle, the shot callers crew, just to make sure we did not intersect with conversations we were having. They were not doing this with their ideas for the se- uh, getting ready for the season. So that worked out very well. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. We're doing this on the fly. So if this goes way too long for the Eastern conference, we will make the Western conference a second episode, um, but we'll see how that goes. But guys, let's go ahead and jump into this. This is very easy. I tell you what bet online says they have for the win totals as and you guys tell me over, you guys tell me under, and you guys tell me why it's that easy. It's going to be a fun thing to kind of go through. Um, and the first, and I went the list I went through was by bet online in the order that they had on their site. So this isn't going to be by division. This isn't going to be alphabetical, just going to be is what it is. Um, so the first team on the year is at 46 and a half wins, the Atlanta Hawks. 
Sean or Ben, do you feel the Hawks would go over or under 46 and a half wins on the upcoming season? Ooh, um, that's a lot of wins, man. 46 and a half. Um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say over. I'm going to say over. Um, I like their young core. Um, the only difference is now they're not so hidden. Um, a lot of people know about them now. Um, but I think also think I think that team um, has a lot of talent. I think that they're kind of ready. They've kind of shown that they can play with the big boys. Um, Trey, Run- Trey Young, I know he's not your favorite, but he is a um, – I know he, he is a, a bona fide star. Um, John Collins uh, is, is a man down there. Um, so I think over 46 wins. Okay. Sean, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say over as well. Um, they had – 41 last year in a shortened mm-hmm. season. I think um, they're going to build on what they have. I think Trey Young is going to continue to progress. Um, I don't know. He's never, I don't think he's ever going to be a great defender, but um, I think no. he he's good enough offensively to drag that team to, I, I'm going to say 49 wins. This year. I'm going okay. 49. Yeah. Okay. I like yeah, I it. Went, I would have went 48, 49. I, I could see that for sure. Well, we're all three going to be in agreement. I'm also taking the over. I just feel like a healthy DeAndre Hunter is going to make all the difference in the world for the Hawks. Um, I really like their draft. I thought they did a great job this offseason putting that, you know, filling in the pieces. Um, They also got rid of Chris Dunn and that big contract. So congratulations (laughs) to the Atlanta Hawks on that. Uh, So, yeah, the three of us in unison, I think we all take the over. I'm with it. Um, next on the list is the Boston Celtics at the same win amount as the Hawks at 46 and a half. And gentlemen, I won't lie to you. This is not my hatred speaking, but with uncertainty at the point guard position, a terrible off season, and you're like literally just depending on two guys to carry you the rest of the way. I'm taking the under on the Boston Celtics. Uh, Tim, I have to agree with you. Um, yeah, not having a point guard I mean, and, and this is no slight to Tatum or Brown um, both are magnificent players um, but your head coach becomes a GM your GM leaves you have a terrible offseason where you pick up zero help for the two stars that you have um, I mean you did re-sign Marcus Smart which was I, you know I think that's a good move because Marcus Smart's kind of the heart and soul of that team uh, but besides that man I just don't see I just don't see 46 wins, uh, you know, 42, 43, um, that like maybe possibly squeaking into the Eastern conference uh, playoffs, but I don't see, I don't see over 46 wins. I am also going to take the under on this. I'm actually going to put them, I'm going to put them straight at 40 wins uh, this season. I, they did nothing to improve their team. They sat on their hands or people just didn't want to go there. Their team was kind of in turmoil with, with Stevens moving to the front office, Ainge leaving. And it's like, you're adding players like Jabari Parker, Dennis Schroeder, you know, Chris Dunn. (laughs) I mean, who's your point guard? I mean, it's Dennis Schroeder, but like, Mm -hmm. that's not going to get you far. And they've got the ghost of Al Horford still playing. Well, back on their team, I should say. So, (laughs) um, so it's, this is not a good team. I think that that Jason Tatum is one of the best players in the NBA. I don't, I don't, I don't think anyone could really argue that. And I think uh, mm-hmm. Jalen Brown's another guy who's got a chip on his shoulder who can play. But those two dudes, let's just go back and look at it. Last season, they are not going to drag you further. 
um, than that. And I, I, I am very down on the Boston Celtics this year, like very, very down. This has potential to be like a, like a Dino Raja season. You yeah, just hate it. to see it. <laughs> you knew I was going there. <laughs> the only reason I knew you were going there is because I also play NBA 2K, my team. <laughs> or That's NBA funny. Jam, whatever, you know, yeah. whatever it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. So next on the list, again, this is not like some dramatic lead up just because this is how betonline.ag had their list. Um, and literally at the highest over under win total come to no surprise of anyone in the NBA is the Brooklyn Nets at 55 and a half. So I'm going to be a little condescending here. Even though I th- I'm going to take the under just because I think they'll rest those guys on certain nights, their big three. And I thought they had a great offseason. I thought getting Patty Mills was terrific. I thought their draft was awesome. Getting guys like Lance Thomas and De'Aaron Sharp. Um, I just feel like they're going to be a little bit more careful with their guys, after, especially after the year they just had where they didn't really have those three together all that much, being hard and Durant and Irving. Uh, but even though I say that, I still think they'll win the East. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like it'll be the opposite. And I think they're going to go for the gusto because I feel like they feel like it's now or never. Um, so I'm taking the over mm. and I'm putting the 59 wins. Um, only because I feel like uh, if you if you don't do it this year, it's almost like a bust. You know what I mean? Like last sure. year, with all that pressure, you bring in Harden, you got Kyrie, you got KD, Harden gets hurt, Kyrie's taking sabbaticals. You know, um, I think you had too many mixtures going on. Um, second year, Steve Nash. Um, I think KD uh, is going to be in a different zone. Um, I think Harden has the pressure now. Uh, of seeing, you know, a guy like Chris Paul make it to the finals, one of his former teammates, P.J. Tucker winning an NBA championship, one of his former teammates. I think Harden has that pressure of trying to win a championship, and I think Kyrie wants to prove that he can win one um, as well. So I I think they'll get to 59 wins, and I think those guys will play more than expected um, just because I think that they are going to want to set the tone. I'm going to go even higher than that. I'm going to go 61 wins. 61 wins. I'm going 61 wins with the the Brooklyn Nets this year. Um, I think last year they were, they were so dominant towards the end of the season, even with strange injuries that were happening and everything. And let's face it, Kyrie Irving is going to take some days off this year. He always does. Um, But they've got the guys that can actually pick it up. Uh, Kevin Durant's best player on the planet right now. Um, He's, one smaller shoe size away from the NBA finals this last year uh, and probably winning the NBA finals. Yes, they would have, it would have happened. So um, I'm going to give them 61. I think uh, bringing back, everybody's going to be good. It's going to be neat to see them kind of have their whole team together for once and actually see if they can just like make this huge run. And, and I I'm with Ben, I think they're going to go out all gusto and they're just going to dominate people this year, just completely dominate. Patty Mills was the most underrated signing of the entire off season. Yes, he um, was. I think, I think he's going to be fantastic with that team. Um, they're, they're, they're juiced, man. They're loaded. Um, and I think Steve Nash proved that he's a, he's a decent coach too. So um, I'm, I'm this is the team that everyone's going to love to hate this year and they're going to be on TV a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I I think, I mean, I don't think there's a case where you guys are necessarily wrong. Um, 
I feel like you, but yeah, I just think that they're going to be so good. Um, there's a possibility where I believe they could like clinch the East by like the end of March and April just mm-hmm. kind of be a flyby month for them. So yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see, man. But I think that, I think they're going to be a lot of fun to watch uh, regardless of how you feel about them. Um, this yeah. one's interesting to me. I think I'm really curious your guys' dynamic on this one. Um, the young, exciting, up and coming Charlotte Hornets at an over under of 38 and a half. Um, obviously they have Lamella Ball, they have PJ Washington, they have Miles Bridges. I really like their draft getting James Book Knight and Kai and Kai Jones. Um, so it's hard for me. I, I don't necessarily think they'll be a playoff team. I think they'll be back in the play-in. Um, I'm gonna take the slight over. I think I'm looking more like 40 wins for this team. I think Lamello has just been so terrific and the way he just gets players involved. It's just so much to be excited about. They have a scorer now with Book Knight, and they have Gordon Hayward who you know, you game plan for who had a really good year last year before he got injured. Um, I, you know, like I said, I love book night. I love Kai Jones. Um, really like PJ Washington. I like the little pieces they have. And I think James Borrego has proven to be a really good coach. So I'm looking at the Hornets more of like a slight over. So 30 and a half, I'm looking at like a 39, 41 win team. Yeah, I would, I was going to say 41 to 42 wins. Um, I think the Ubre signing is kind of underrated for them. That is I think a good one. Um, um, I, Gordon Hayward, I think, had a one of those years that kind of where he was he was on a pace to you know play pretty well and got injured. Um, and then of course you know Lamelo gets injured. Um, I think that team has a young core that's that's really good. Um, I really like the talent that they have on that team, and I do think that they'll get to that 41-42 win mark. I'm going to go slightly under, I'm going to say 38. Okay. Um, I don't know what it is. I just never trust the Hornets. <laughs> <laughs> Call me a skeptic. They just can't uh, be trusted. They no. just can't be trusted. No, uh, LaMelo Ball is going to be awesome this year. Um, Gordon Hayward coming back. That's going to be huge. Uh, and, and like you said, the Kelly Oubre signing underrated. I think, I think he's going to fit well with this team. Um, if they can develop like a true defensive identity and become um, just, I don't know if some of these guys could put on some muscle and go out there and just kind of fight the East is just going to be a beast this year. Like it's yeah. not going to be like it was in years past. And that, and that's another reason why I'm just going to throw them at 38 wins, um, which is still not bad for a team like this. This is a very, very young team. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, but that that's where I'm at right now. 38. Okay. I can see it. Yeah, I think I think I that thirty-eight, that. that thirty-eight through forty-two range that we all had on that, I think is very possible for this team. I think a full season, year two of Lamelo, he is the guy. He has the ball. He's going to be running the offense. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely possible. All right, Sean. So this I'm one's very. Go ahead, Ben. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I I agree. I was just agreeing with your points. Yeah, I I think that that's that's they're going to be a team that's going to be a fun team to watch. Yeah, definitely. So, Sean, this one is obviously close to our hearts here. This is our beloved Chicago Bulls. The over-under is 42.5, and, and I'm telling you guys, I am telling you, I am very confident offensively in the Chicago Bulls. With Lonzo Ball and DeMar DeRozan coming in, you already had Zach Levine. You already had Vucevic. I think Pat Williams showed in Summer League this year that if he has to be the guy, he can really be really good. Um, Kobe White coming off the bench, you know, 
Tony Bradley coming off the bench. Um, Marcus Simonovich, who really kind of made a name for himself in summer league. I'm really feeling this Bulls team on the up and coming stretch. So I'm going to take a little bit of an over. I think this Bulls team is going to go 45 and 37. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to put them at 43. So I'm going to put them slightly over that. And it's just because uh, I'm trying to be optimistic. <laughs> I mean, I am optimistic. The, the only thing that kind of bothers me about this team, and I've been kind of thinking about it, it's kind of been lingering the last couple of weeks is so many guys, there's so many scorers on the team now, you know, and uh, Zach Levine's kind of the guy in Chicago. And I just want to make sure that DeMar DeRozan understands that. <laughs> he does. He did you know, interview with, he was on Gilbert Arenas' pod this week, and it was actually really good how he was like, can you imagine like having to defend me and Zach Levine on the wing? It was awesome. Yeah, I, I think theoretically they should be, they should be a really good uh, wing duo. Um, I think Lonzo Ball uh, having a true honest to God point guard, one who can also shoot the three well um, is huge, uh, but they do need to, there's one thing they got to clear up, man. It's a, it's a Lori marketing problem. <laughs> yes, they do. So he is still there. We've got six weeks till the season rolls out. What the hell are they going to do with that guy? Get him off there. Uh, Vucevic, uh, solid all-star center. I mean, this this team should be good right now. Kobe's going to be coming back from an injury. Uh, I don't know how much longer he's going to be out. Uh, and everybody expects uh, the really the big thing to happen is for Patrick Williams to make another jump. Um, is he still 19 or is he 20 now? He's 19 still. He's still 19. So Don't age him. Um, the fact that he's this young, <laughs> he's starting in the league. Um, I... I if they can get him involved with some more touches this season, um, I think he has potential to be an absolutely great NBA player. And also they're coached. They have a great coach. Billy Donovan is a great coach. So um, I love what they did this off season. I'm Caruso baby. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And Alex Caruso is there. We stole him away from the Lakers in the, the uh-huh. I don't know the Lakers fans, man. They're really bitter about that. They're really bummed about it. That's really how, you know, you did about, the right move. You know, you did the right move. Uh-huh. Like I couldn't believe he went to Chicago. That's, that's cool as hell, but yeah, I'm going to go 43. I think um, I I'm, I'm optimistic, but I'm trying to be realistic as well. Cause I've been burned by this team so many times in the recent past. Guys, you know, I'm a fellow Eastern Conference guy. My Pacers uh, are in the Eastern Conference. But I got to give love to the Chicago Bulls, and I'm going to put them at 47 wins. Whoa! Oh, man, you're, you're – I'm putting them at 47. Now, now, listen to my theory on this, okay? Uh, I'm listening. You guys, you guys know – you guys know way more about the Bulls than I do. But our league – is predicated on wings, correct? Our league is a wing league. And you guys got DeRozan. You know, I love the pickup of Caruso. You got Alonzo, and you got Zach Levine. You've got two all-star wings. You've got a on the verge of being an all-star point guard. You got Vucevic, who's an all-star center. You got Caruso, who's a, a who is a proven He's a proven player, solid player, who's got a ring from L.A. I mean, you guys have got a really good roster. Your roster's solid. I mean, it's solid. And, and you know, the marketing problem, I get it. It's a problem. But he, he also shows glimpses of being a really good player at times. So, I mean, if, if you're not able to move him and you're able to fit him with a second unit, and find him a niche, 
you guys have a also have a great bench. I mean, you take him and Kobe White off the bench. I mean, you guys got a solid right. You guys' roster is legit. I know you guys are like, I don't want to be burned. I don't. So this is the non-Chicago Bull guy telling you, <laughs> you guys should feel pretty good about your roster and what you guys have done in the off season. That that Bulls team is going to be scary. And, and as I'm watching this, of course, me being an Eastern Conference guy, I'm watching you guys. You know, get DeRozan, Lonzo Ball. You you guys are making, and I'm like, you know, and our, my Pacers kind of set set. You know. Not really doing anything. We did pick up uh, Rick Carlisle as a coach. That's a big one. That's that a big is one. a big one. Which is huge. But I mean, the moves that the Bulls have made. You know, I, I mean, you you can't deny that they had they won the off season. I mean, to me, they won the off season. They put themselves in a, in a place to be able to play in the Eastern Conference and be competitive. You know what I mean? So you got your Bucks. You've got all. You know, you got your your Sixers. But I would take that Bulls roster against any, uh, you know, any of the top two or three rosters in the Eastern Conference. Your roster is solid. I'll take it, Ben. I like it when you say things like this. <laughs> All right. So next on the list is the Cleveland Cavaliers at 26 and a half. And gentlemen, you've heard me sing the praises of Evan Mobley all offseason but I don't think I can take the over here just because I feel like this is still a roster in shambles. Um, I don't think getting rookie Rubio really made any sense for them. I'm surprised Colin Sexton is still a Cavalier at this point. I do really like Darius Garland. I do really like Evan Mobley and I do really like Jared Allen and I love Larry Nance as far as a role player, but the rest of this team just doesn't make any sense. Um, it's the Cavs. You know, they're always going to disappoint you. If you fall in love with this team, you're going to be heartbroken. So I would say the Cavaliers will be a 23-24 win team. And when it comes to the offseason lottery, we'll be discussing the potentially having the number one pick in the draft. I'm not going to say much, but I I would agree. Um, I would agree that they, they will not reach the 26-win plateau. Um, I think they'll find some way, I guess, to move Kevin Love. I think you know, like you said, their their roster's kind of like just kind of I don't know. You you know, you pick up Rubio. I do like Sexton. Garland's nice. I don't think Kevin Love wants to be there. I think Larry Nance could have the potential to be a really good player, but I I, I don't I don't know if the, I don't know if he if he fits with what they want to do. Um, but the rest of their roster, I mean, it's it's kind of blah. I shouldn't I mean, say, I do like really, Isaac Okoro. I, I forgot about him. Yeah. So, um, Jared Allen, you know, that's the one I kind of feel bad for because I really do think that he could be a potential all-star, but he's kind of stuck in Cleveland. Um, so, mm, I, yeah, I don't see 26 ones there. This team sucks. <laughs> oh. oh, moving along. <laughs> They're, they're a 21 win team. Um, I think uh, they, they lucked out in the draft this year. This is uh, they got a, they got a, a fantastic center. Um, I think, I think he's going to be great sometime in line, but like Tim said, none of this roster makes any sense at all. Nope. Um, Ricky Rubio is just there. <laughs> Kevin love is just there. 
Um, Darius Garland is is a good player, but he's he's there, like you said. Uh, I think Larry Nance is probably going to get traded sometime this year. God, there's I hope. Of, yeah. There's a lot of talk about him getting out. And I, I hope I he hope does because so. he's a he's a he's a great role player to have on your team. Yep, um, I agree. But uh, you know, it's you're, you're like looking back at at the the lost re- remnants of the you know the Cleveland Cavaliers championship team, and we got you know City Osman and Kevin Love, the ghost of and Kevin Larry Love. Nance, yeah, and Larry yeah. Nance. So it's 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 not this is not a good basketball team. Um, I don't expect them to do anything this year. I I expect them to be in the lottery next year. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I agree. So that brings us to, we have two central division teams left, and this is the Detroit Pistons, obviously the owners of the number one pick in the draft. The Pistons are sitting at 25 and a half wins as they're over under. And gentlemen, I'm not going to lie to you. I am drinking the Caterade. I am all in on Kate Cunningham. I love them bringing in Kelly Olenek. I really like Jeremy Grant. Anyone who's listened to this podcast for the last year knows how high I am on Sadiq Bay. I am taking this slight over on the Detroit Pistons. Do I think there'll be a lottery team next year? Yes. Do I think that they're going to be a lot of fun to watch because they have a great point guard to build their future around? Yes. Give me the Detroit Pistons at 29 to 32 wins. Give me all the Caterade. Kate Cunningham is the guy. <laughs> um, I, I agree with you, man. Um, you know, you look at their roster, you look at their roster, um, Jeremy Grant, you know, that he's he's phenomenal. Corey Joseph was sneaky. I mean, mm-hmm. that was a sneaky. I mean, Corey Joseph was a good pickup. Um, I do think they will be in the lottery again, but I, I just think with the people that they picked up, that they, they will definitely have more than 20 wins. I think they'll be, I think they'll be 20, I'd give them 28 to 29 wins, but they will be a fun team to watch, and I think they will get better. There'll be a league pass team for sure. Yep. I'm going to go ahead and, and say 29 wins. Um, I think uh, I'm, I'm all in as well, Tim on Cade completely. I'm, I'm, I'm completely sold on him as a player, but you got to add more things. They've got some interesting pieces on this team. Jeremy Grant, obviously um, Killian Hayes. Um, oh, Dennis Smith Jr. Hmm. Um, you know, they got Kelly Olynyk. <laughs> Coming out there this, but this is going to be this is going to be a, a year in development for Detroit. It's going to be an exciting year for Detroit to get a get a good look at this guy uh, and see what he can do. And I hope he can stay healthy this year and win Rookie of the Year and go on out. And they got Dwayne Casey coaching man, and yeah. I like him. Um, I think he's a very solid, underrated coach. Um, I think. This is a good. This is gonna be a good learning curve season for for the Detroit Pistons. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say 29 wins. Here's my bold Pistons prediction this year, folks. Ooh, go for Last it. year in his rookie season, Sadiq Bay, my guy, on 6.6 three point attempts per game, shot 38. percent This mm. year, Sadiq Bay will shoot 43 percent from three. You heard it here on the bench mob. Okay. 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 I hear that. He's I a bucket. He's a bucket. Love that kid. Loved him at Villanova. Love him in the NBA. So, Ben, up next, we have your beloved Indiana Pacers at 42 and a half. Um, Rick Carlisle, give me the over. 45 wins. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was the big one for me, man. Um, pick, getting Carlisle back, um, I, I think that that was um, that was definitely key for us. Um, gosh, I, I I do love our roster. I do. I, I love Malcolm Brogdon. Um, I love Karis LeVert. You know, once Karis LeVert got healthy, we kind of turned the corner. Um, Sabonis is an all-star. Um, I think we're going to get more minutes out of Cassius Stanley now that Aaron Holiday is gone. I think Stanley will step up. Uh, we will get TJ Warren back healthy also. Um, so, and I think that, I think that Carlisle is just a good fit for what we are and what we do. Chris Duarte, baby. Yep. So, um, I, I think we are, I think we'll be a, I want to say, I think we'll be a 40, I think we'll be a 46 one team for us. So. I'm going to put you down for 44 wins. I like the team. Gotcha. I'm going to, I'm just going to stay in the middle. Um, mm-hmm. Wait that one out. Cause I'll be honest with you. There's one team that I watched probably least of it all last season. It was the Indiana Pacers. They just, <laughs> they've, had, they've had so much movement over the last couple of years with players yep. and stuff. It's just, it's been kind of hard to keep up. I think Sabonis is a great player uh, getting Rick Carlisle back over there. Excellent move. I'm, I'm very excited to see, uh, see him with this roster see what he can do with it but they're definitely a couple moves away um from from you know doing some real damage and once again we're back in the east so but i do have to give him one ding uh janeiro pargo former bull was one of their assistant coaches and (laughs) (laughs) i I, there's not many players that i can't stand but i remember 12 13 years ago yelling in the bleachers at the top of the stands from uh, Banker's Lifehouse to take him off the floor and that he was a bum <laughs> yelling at Vinny Del Negro because he just kept going with Gennaro Pargo year after year. Get him out. He's a bum. He's shooting you and we're, we're losing and you just keep him out there and he just keeps shooting and the team, the other, you know, the Pacers That's keep hilarious. going up. So you can have him. <laughs> he's, he's that guy's a bum. I'll also like I also like we picked up Chris. Uh, I can't say his last name right. Duarte. Duarte. I can never say that right. But I and do Isaiah like Isaiah Jackson, man. Yeah, I think that yeah we picked up two guys in the draft. That I think that'll help us. Um, you know, we needed a score and uh, and we needed three point help, and Duarte does that well. So I'm excited about that. Don't forget Ed, my boy Edmund Sumner. Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah. my dude. Love them. Big on them. Up next, at 48 and a half wins, we have the Miami Heat. And I feel like this is the easiest over of the Eastern Conference, man. I feel like this is a 51 to 53 win team with Kyle Lowry coming in and P.J. Tucker coming in. I feel like they got that extra toughness they missed last year. Um, obviously, the fact they had a full offseason after going to the finals in the bubble. You got Jimmy Buckets, who just signed his extension. You know he's happy. You got Bam Adebayo, who just is coming off a gold medal, who's going to get better because that. You didn't, you know, all those guys the year after the Olympics, they just take a step forward. And I think he's going to take that for sure. Um, I love this Heat team. I love this roster. I, there's just no way that Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson have another down year like they did last season. I feel like that was just the, the bubble hangover. Um, give me the Heat slight over. I'm going to say 52 wins. Yeah, I like this Heat roster too. You talk about team big body, Kyle Lowry, PJ Tucker. Jimmy Butler, Bam out of Bayou. I mean, you just got 
long body defenders, guys who love to defend the basketball play hard. Those are those are what I call Jimmy Butler guys. Like those guys are gritty. They're going to be tough. They're going to. There's no easy buckets on that team whatsoever. Ever. Um, I do agree with you. I think Tyler Hero will have a bounce back year. Um, I think Duncan Robinson will have a bounce back year. Um, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I would put them. I would put them right at fifty ones. Um, I'm going to go slightly over. I'm going to go fifty five. Okay. Damn, that's not slightly shot. It was 40 and a half. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm going, I'm yeah, going up. I'm going up. You're, you're going big right I'm there. I'm going 55, and I'll tell you why. First of all, this is Miami. Um, this is a well-coached team. They have they already have chemistry, they've been together for a couple of years. They've been to the NBA finals once. Um, like Ben said, Tyler Hero uh had kind of a down year. I think he's gonna bounce back. Duncan Robinson just signed a, you know, an extension with them. I think he's one of the best shooters in basketball. Um, I think he's going to have a great year getting a NBA champion like PJ Tucker. And he is the embodiment of the glue guy. Um, He is a perfect fit. He is a Pat Riley roster type player Yes, he is um, to a T. I think that's huge. Bam just got off of winning a gold medal. Um, He's, he's an all-star uh, Jimmy, Jimmy's always going to be the dog there. Um, and then getting even in, in later years, getting Kyle Lowry. Um, I think he's going to be one of those guys who's going to be able to go in and just have instant chemistry with this team. Um, and, um, and what, what do we know about Victor Oladipo? I know he got hurt at the end of the year last he year. Back, he signed back, man. So he's, so he's there. He's there. Anything they get from him is a bonus. That's Anything absolutely. they get from him is a bonus. So, absolutely. so, so they've got him back. Um, they got Markeith Morris this year. So um, I love that signing. Yeah. I just, I, I really, really like this team. This isn't a, this isn't a super tall team. This is not, this is kind of an undersized squad, but I think, with everybody there, uh, with the the already built up establishment of of having this this roster together for a few years for the, the majority of the the, um, the the main pillars of this this roster, I think they're going to have a fantastic year. I think they have. I will say this: they have. I know. I know we got Brooklyn Nets and we got Bucks. They definitely have the potential to get back to the Eastern Conference Finals this year. I agree, man. I'm yeah. totally with you. I really like this Heat team. Mm-hmm. I just feel like all the pieces make a ton of sense. And anytime you have Spo on the sideline, you got a shot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I just think he's so terrific and he's such so good at his job. And the fact he came mm-hmm. up through the hero organization is, you know, is talked about a lot, but um, this brings us to our defending NBA champions in Milwaukee Bucks at 54 and a half. So I think they're going to be spectacular. I think Giannis is going to have another incredible MVP caliber year. Um, but with that being said, I'm going to take a slight under, and this isn't a dig on this team by any means. I just feel like 55 wins is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot for like to expect from an NBA team going into a regular season. Um, I think they're more of like a 51 and 31, 53 and 29 kind of team. So I'm taking a very slight under. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I think that it's hard to repeat, um, you know, it's hard to repeat the feat of being a champion. Um, I think it's even harder to uh, press through a regular season carrying that weight. Um, 
So I, I think that I think that they will be a slightly I think they'll be slightly under um, 50, 52, 53, somewhere in there. Um, I, I think that I think that losing a guy like PJ Tucker um, hurts you as far as a perimeter defender wise. Um, and I, I don't know. I just think that the, I think that more people will be, I guess, you know, it'll be a little bit different for them being the hunt hunted and not the hunters, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, slightly under wins, but I do think they'll still be spectacular. Probably 53 wins. Um, I completely agree with both of you guys. I think they're going to be under trying to repeat in this climate in the NBA is, is harder than it's ever been. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to put them at, I might even go a little, I'm going to go 50 wins. Okay. Does that, do you think that's wrong? You think no, that's, no, no, I think, I think, no, not at all. I think that's, I think I'm, I'm going to go 50 wins. I think just the pressure, especially when you're the NBA champions now, um, uh, I don't know how seriously the other teams are going to take them, you know, because they could, you know, they're, they're once again, a shoe size yeah. <laughs> into the, you know, I mean, it, it, the playoffs were it's just true, crazy though. this year. It's, it's true though. It's absolutely true. Yep. Um, they're bringing back a lot of guys. They got Bobby Portis back. Um, Brooks coming back. Uh, Rue holiday turned out to be just an absolutely perfect fit for this team Man, uh, didn't he? and made some he of the, was. the, the, the clinching uh plays in the nba finals to get them where they they were um Giannis is going to be back um i just think it's really really hard for any team to to repeat right now because there's so much talent in the nba um and you got that target on your back as soon as you win um it was the same thing with the lakers this last season a uh, perfect example of that um you know mm-hmm. teams really went at them you know you, you just won okay you know we're gonna go at it so um, I'm going to put them at 50 wins. I, uh, that's not a shot at them. I just think it's really hard to repeat and, uh, you know, stay focused, man. I mean, coach bud was literally seconds away from getting fired and then becoming the greatest coach. Got an extension time. today. Got yeah. an extension. So you I mean, sure did. I just came across. Yeah. He that's, just I mean, extension. that's absolutely. I mean, he was, he was 100% going to be let go if they did not win the Eastern conference finals. Oh, yeah. His, his seat, his seat was fire. Yeah, it was, on, it was on fire. You're right. <laughs> no doubt about it. Yeah, it wasn't a hot seat. That was like charcoal, right? With some lighter fluid. Like that was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Vin Vin Baker had a uh, he had like some marshmallows roasting on it. You know. <laughs> Heck yeah, so, he did. But but yeah, I uh, I I'm gonna go with fifty wins. All right. Yeah, I think uh, I think anything less than fifty would have been a disgrace to this team because I think they're awesome. I just think like fifty. 54 and a half. Basically you're saying like their, their ceiling is 55 is a lot. Uh, right. So at next we got the Knicks at 42 and a half. And look guys, I think this is an easy over for me in the sense of this team made the playoffs last year as a good basketball team without a true point guard. And they went and got Kemba Walker this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you brought back your core guys, your, you know, Taj Gibson re- renegotiated his contract to make it a more team friendly one. You still have Derek Rose coming off the bench. You have Julius Randle became an all-star. And you know I'm never going to say a bad thing about R.J. Barrett. Plus, it's looking like you're going to the season with a healthy Mitchell Robinson. 42 and a half, I think this Knicks team is going to be fairly decent. I think they're going to be back in the playoff race. I think they're about a 46, 45, 46 win team. Give me a slight over on the Knicks. Okay. Um, I think it's a push. 
I think they're right at 42, 43. Um, I, I do love their roster. Um, and I do love getting Kimba. And I do think that Obi Toppin will take a jump. Uh, I think Quigley was, will take a jump. Their, their, their roster is young. I think they're going to, I think they'll make some, and you know, I think they'll make some big jumps there. Uh, oh, they also picked up Evan Fournier, which is, which is a, yeah. a good pickup. So, um, I just, I just think that the top of the East is so top heavy, man. Like it's really hard to crack, you know, to crack that 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 glass ceiling. But you know, I would it wouldn't surprise me if they got 45, 46 wins. But it also wouldn't surprise me if they, you know, ended up with you know forty wins. I, you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me. So, but I'm gonna put them there to push 40, 42. I I tough forty three wins. Tim, where did you have where, where did they say they had him at? 42 and a half. 42. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with 42 actually. And I think it's gonna be really tough. Um, I almost want to go under just because I feel like the East has once again gotten better. But this is a team that added Kimba Walker. I think he's going to be incredible in New York. I think he's gonna be, I think he's gonna be a New York player. And I think Tom Thibodeau is gonna get a lot out of him this season. Um, Obi Toppin, um, we're waiting for him to take that leap. Um, we're ready for it. I'm excited for it. I think he's going to have a good year. Uh, we can get Mitchell Robinson back, uh, away from injury. I think he's going to be awesome. Julius Randall had an incredible year, just an absolutely stunning year. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people had written him off, including myself. Um, just, just played wonderful. Quigley is going to be there, I think. Uh, and then we got Nerlens Noel, uh, you know, out there suing uh, Rich Paul. <laughs> because, uh, I saw that. <laughs> I, I will say this. I think the Evan Fournier um, uh, signing is very underrated here on this team. Yeah. Um, is a, I mean, I don't know if he's going to start or be a backup. He had a, I was really impressed with him in the Olympics this year. Um, he's, he's, just, he's just kind of a fun player who can go yeah. out there and really hit some shots. Um I think he's great. You know, he's going to be great there with RJ Barrett just to kind of, if he's backing him up or he's going to be starting or they're going to be playing together or however that's going to look, I think that's going to be fun. Um, and getting back Taj Gibson, man, uh, this, this old man just keeps, keeps churning him and Tom Thibodeau. And of course, Derek Rose, uh, I think, I think, I think Tibbs is the only person that could get anything like this out of Derek Rose at this point in his career. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's a great point. So we go from the Knicks who are young, fun, and exciting to the Orlando Magic, who betonline.ag, not super high on. And I'm not going to lie to you. They have them at 23 and a half wins. I feel like that is too high. I am taking the under on the Orlando Magic. Um, I love, 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 love the draft they had. I think the fact that they had Jalen Suggs drop in their lap, I think he is going to be an absolutely terrific NBA player. But this is another roster that makes no sense. You have no idea where you're getting from Jonathan Isaac. Um, you have no idea where you're getting from Wendell Carter Jr. You lost your veteran Otto Porter to Golden State. And, you know, what's the future of Markel Fultz after his season-ending injury? Um, so I'm going to say the slight under at 23 and a half for the Orlando Magic. Mm. This one's a tough one, man. Um, I just like a lot of their young guys, man. Like, I like RJ Hampton. I like Fultz. I like the pickup of Suggs. I like Cole Anthony. 
Like I like a lot of their young guys, but it, it's just like what you said. Like, what are they, what are they what what are they trying to get accomplished? Like, their roster is just so just all over the place. Like, I, I mean, I like their I like their young guys. I just don't think that they, I just don't think they have enough on their roster to put anything, um, like competitive together I, I i don't know and i and i like like i said i like a lot of their young guys but i just don't think that all those young guys they can put together to be competitive so um i'm gonna take the slight under as well and put them at 21 wins i think this team is terrible <laughs> <laughs> this i is love another sean's re- just like Fuck this team. No, no and, and, and it was kind of funny. I was actually, I was, I was driving around in Northern Kentucky uh, uh, last week. I was at a stoplight. I was behind a gentleman or a lady who had a plate, a Kitten County, Kentucky plate that said her and her, her, her plate was O magic. And the, the plate frame was an Orlando magic frame. So I wanted to pull over and just, I had so many questions. Have her be on the podcast. We need to find I, I this was, person. I was yeah. like, I was, I was just blown away that there was a Orlando Magic fan so into I mean, it here get, in Northern Kentucky. Yeah, they, got, they got a vanity plate about Kentucky. it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was, it was, the it, was un, it was unreal. <laughs> I took a picture of it. I mean, it was, it was pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> I'd, I'd love to see what that person has to say about this team because I don't like anything about this team. Um, they gave up Vooch last year to the Bulls. Um, they ended up getting Wendell Carter. I, it's been well known. I'm not a big Wendell Carter fan. Um, I don't think he ever fit in with Chicago. He's still young. Um, he could end up having a great NBA career. I don't think it's going to be in Orlando though. Um, Jonathan Isaac is one of those players who's so interesting. He's, he's, he's got the tools to be just absolutely awesome, but just never can put it together. They've got Otto Porter. I don't care about him. Uh, Terrence Ross. <laughs> no, they don't. He went to golden state. So all the, Oh, he left. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, oh, I did not know that. Okay. I'm reading, I'm reading some, some dated information. Uh, Markel Fultz, um, you know, when he's not hurt, he's, he's fun. And they got like Michael Carter Williams hanging out here. Um, just had ankle surgery. Yeah. Just <laughs> shocker. Absolutely wow. shocking. Um, Steve Clifford's coach in this team. I, there's nothing. If I am an Orlando, if I'm an Orlando fan, there's nothing about this team that gets me excited uh, about this roster. It's basically the bulls roster at the beginning of last season for me. Um, there's just, there's nothing about this team that gets me um, anywhere near. They're not anywhere close to contending with anyone. They will be a complete and utter bottom feeder this year. Um, and they will be in the NBA draft at the end of the year. Draft lottery. Hey, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> I will say this with you saying that I have nothing to be excited about. I understand where you're coming from. But you have to be excited about Jalen Suggs. That is your franchise cornerstone. Sure, sure. You have I, a guy I did, you can did, finally build around. I did. I did forget to to mention Jalen Suggs. So, um, he's he's definitely going to be good. But besides that, and you know, letting a player like that loose on a team like this, it might be he might be a, a really good, you know, good stats, you know, bad team guy. Oh yeah, I he's, see, I, he's the next Zach Levine. Like he's he's, he's going to be that guy. Uh, this year, um, but not once again, not a fan of this roster. It's, it's just, it's poorly constructed. It's not nearly as bad as, as Cleveland though. 
I actually think that Cleveland has a better roster in Orlando. Oh, okay. Just because you, you said that because of Evan Mobley? Not only that, I just feel like they at least have like, and I, I, I like when you look at them, they have an identity. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like Sexton and Garland give them something where it's like, look, we might lose tonight, but at least I can count on 40 combined points from those two. Yeah, but those guys are going to get broke up sooner or later too. So Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, those, but for the moment. It's not the backcourt of the future for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Right. No, you can't really have a backcourt that doesn't pass the ball. It, it doesn't no. really work. No. It, <laughs> hey, when they both average one assist, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So we got three teams left and we'll do the West actually for next week's episode. Um, here's an interesting one. I'm really curious about this. So the Philadelphia 76ers right now, bet online has them at 51 and a half. And at this point that we're recording this episode, Ben Simmons has not been moved yet, but also at the point that we're recording this episode, we're well aware that Ben Simmons and the Sixers are not talking. Um, Joel Embiid just signed the Supermax. Tobias Harris is still there. Tyrese Maxey is still there. Um, as a basketball fan, it's hard to not like the 76ers roster in general. But, God, 51 and a half wins when you have no idea who's going to be on your roster next year is really, really high. Um, I sef- certainly think they will be in playoff contention. I certainly think that they will be a top four team in the East. It's just because of like Embiid alone, you know, he's obviously terrific. He's, you know, arguably the best big man in the NBA, um, you know, up there with guys like Voot, with Voot, I mean, the Jokic and Davis and so on and so forth, um, Giannis, et cetera. But it's just a lot to like 51 and a half feels like a lot when you have no idea what the make of your roster is going to be for the next season. So I do think the Sixers being contention. I do think they'll be a top four team in the East but I'm looking at the team more like a 47, 49 win team. I, I 100% agree. And I was going to say the same thing. I was going to put them at 48. Um, the uncertainty of Ben Simmons is kind of everything with the 76ers. Um, of course, you know what you're going to get from Tobias. You know what you're going to get from Embiid, who just signed a, a deal. So um, there are parts of their roster that you love. I mean, Danny Green. They did pick up Andre Drummond. I'm interested to see how they're going to use Drummond. That's unique, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what they're going to do and how they're going to use him. Uh, Seth Curry had a, a really good year last year for them shooting the ball. Um, so I, I, do like, I do like their roster. I just don't see 51 wins. Um, Embiid will be phenomenal. I think MVP, MVP is – is where his level is. I, I, I think that this may be his year to get one um, because I think that that he'll play that well. And he's played that well the last couple of years. Just Giannis is just a freak. But um, I do think he's an MVP caliber, top three MVP vote guy. Um, Tobias Harris, I love. He's a perennial all-star. But um, I just don't think that they can get to 50 wins without the uncertainty of, of Ben Simmons. Um, if they don't know what they're going to get from Ben, if they're going to trade him or if they're not talking or if he doesn't come in or if he, you know, continues to, you know, play the way he is and, and doesn't fit what they're doing, it, it makes for a lot of uncertainty. So 50 wins is a lot. Um, I'm thinking 48. This all depends. On Ben Simmons. Yeah. Right. Everything, everything depends on, on Ben Simmons. Now, 
if Damian Lillard is on this team in a couple weeks. <laughs> oh gosh. Then that's I'll, like that's I'll, like I'll a, that, that might be a 58 win team. Yeah. Sean, yeah. yeah, don't yeah. Like it, yeah, if, if Dave Lillard on, on that team, yeah, that's I feel like all he's got to do is say trade me there and that'll happen. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I think I think they could do that. Now, I don't know where Ben Simmons goes. I don't know what you get. I don't know what his market is. I I think Ben Simmons is a very unique basketball player. I will defend him to the end. Um, obviously <laughs> playoffs ended pretty bad for him this year. Right. <laughs> um I don't think he deserves all the hate that he's getting, though. Um, I think he's a unique no, player. Uh-uh. Now, I do love seeing all of these videos of him out shooting threes in an open <laughs> gym. Every with no year one guarding him. Look at him. Look, you know, and you got some, you know, super seedy uh, basketball Twitter account. Like, oh, man, you know, Ben's going to be out there. He's got the shot now. Shut up. No, he doesn't. <laughs> oh. Shut up. Shut up. I love late That's night shots. Late That's night not shots needs to be a regular thing on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, if if Ben Simmons is not on this team and they do, let's just go ahead and say they don't have Damian Lillard, which they probably won't. <laughs> I'm going 46 wins. Okay. And yeah. I, I, I honestly, I feel like I'm stretching a little bit because I don't really like this team without Ben Simmons. I, I'll be honest with you. Like there's the, – you know, Tobias Harris, great basketball player. Seth Curry, great shooter. Andre Drummond, who knows how that's going to work out. We saw right. what happened in L.A. So, um, you know, it, it's definitely worth them taking a flyer on him, though. So I'm going to go ahead and oh, say yeah. that. Uh, definitely that. Uh, Matisse Thibault, one of the Love best him. defenders in the NBA. Um, yeah. Just incredible. Um, they've got some really good players on this team, but they need an actual honest-to-God point guard. And if you do not have – and that is one thing that Ben Simmons is – is good at he is a good point guard um and he's a great defender and he knows how to get to the basket he does not shoot the basketball but whatever that's all the story so um i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with with 46 wins with this all right i like it okay all right we got two more teams left guys and one and one of those two is the toronto raptors um so interesting fact for over-unders Last year was the first time in nine years the Raptors did not go over their win prediction on, on for gambling sites. Mm. First wow. time. Yeah, so it's, it had been a while. Um, this year, the Raptors are at 36 and a half. Um, if we can call it a push at 36 wins, that's where I think I have this team just because right now um, they have the uncertainty of um, what are they going to do with Pascal Siakam? I know, and I know Masai Ujiri is just begging for the situation to rebuild the Raptors. He's been looking forever. Um, but I will tell you what, I think Scotty Barnes is freaking terrific. I think he is just the next guy in line of those Florida State guys. He had an unbelievable summer league. Um, this is still a pretty good basketball team. Um, I just feel like with everything up in the air with this team, you have no ideas. Like, there's, there's, you have no clue. Um, you know, Jonas, you know, there's no, you know, who's playing center for this team. Who's doing this. Like there's so many questions about the Raptors. Uh, I feel like 36 and a half is just a really high when you have no idea what's going on with the team. So I think that's the slight under, I think the Raptors will be back in the lottery next year. Yeah, I tend to agree with that. Um, you know, I think that, you know, you don't know what's going to go on with Pascal Siakam. I do love Fred Van Vliet. Mm-hmm. Um, 
You know, I do think Barnes is a great pickup. Ananobi is a guy that's going to be um, a star. Um, you know, they did get Gorgon. They did get Drogic too. Um, For now, there's they're, they're looking now, at shopping but, him. Yeah, but I think they're going to shop them out. So um, I, I don't know. I don't. I think 36. I agree with you, Tim. 36 is high. I would say 33. I'm going 33 wins as well. Also, Tim, anytime you start talking about a team and just talking up someone's summer league performance, like that's like the up, that's like the upside. Like, like how, you trying to sell me or no? <laughs> I mean, I know, I know they do have the greatest 2K point guard ever, Isaac Bonga, on this roster, but. This oh, team is late going night Sean. Late night Sean. Late <laughs> night Sean. <laughs> Pascal Siakam will not be on this roster uh, by the end of the year. He will be out of this team. Um, Fred Van Vliet, um, I don't know if you continue rolling with him or not at this point. Um, yeah. anyway, he signed that big deal. Um, I don't know where this team is at. This is a, this is a team totally at the crossroads uh, ever since Kawhi left. You, you let the greatest Raptor of all time, Kyle Lowry, leave. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, and they got Goran Dragic holding it down. This is going to be a bad, bad, bad Toronto Raptors team. I just don't yeah. – I, I don't see it uh, – this is this might mimic some of the, the years past Raptors teams, you know. Um, so I, 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 I'm not high on this team at all. Um, I know Tim said Scotty Barnes. I don't know anything about Scotty Barnes, so I was Love just him. giving you crap about it. So I'm, Love I, I am going to, I am going to seriously take your, take your advice though, and start following Scotty Barnes because of his summer league. And, um, and <laughs> he's not a Florida state kid, man. Those Florida so state I, wings. I, I, hey, I agree. Yep. 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 And um, so you be on the watch for him. But uh, besides that, I'm, I'm totally out on this team um, completely. Yeah, I, I, I totally get it. Believe me. I get it. I get I, it. So our last one on this week, next week on the bench mob, we'll do the Western Conference win totals. I feel like we did pretty well on timing for this where we can stretch it. So um, the last team is the Washington Wizards at 33 and a half. Um, obviously, the big thing you look at is, you know, new head coach, Wes Unsell Jr. comes in. Um, at the moment, Bradley Beal still a wizard. And really, I think that that Lakers trade was good for both teams. Like, yeah, we've gone more in time. I think the fact that the Lakers got a guy that run the offense when LeBron's out of the offense, you know, the fact they got the best athletic, you know, most athletic point guard in NBA history to be the second ball handler is awesome. But the more I thought about it, the more I really liked what the Wizards did as far as getting guys like KCP. Um, having Kyle Kuzma be a bench piece for them. They bring in Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, they bring in Corey Kispert to be a shooter. You know, Denny Avdia is a guy that a lot of people expect to take it a step forward this year. I'm not the biggest Denny Avdia fan by any means. Um, I still don't think this team's very good per se, um, but I think I'm going to take the over on them and I will probably be wrong. This will probably be my one that I am terribly off on. Um, but no. I just feel like the off season they had was a pretty decent off season. Um, I've, I, I wasn't right about Rui Hachimura. He hasn't been terrific in the NBA, but he hasn't been as, as terrible as I thought he'd be. Um, and then, you know, like I said, I feel like getting Corey Kisper just be a guy to stretch the floor for you guys and get some shots in is going to be big for them. So slide over on the wizards. 
Yeah, I like Kisper too. I, I really thought he was going to be a pacer. Um, I thought that was the guy we were going to get because we needed shooting. Um, but, man, I, 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 I'm I with you, Tim. I really do like the guys that they picked up. Like, if Dinwiddie is back to form, like, I think that's a great pickup. Bradley Beal stays. We know what Bradley Beal can do. You've got toughness on the inside. You pick up a guy. Uh, like Montrez Harrell, I mean, yeah, that's a big get. You no, know, that's yeah. a big pickup for them. Kuzma off the bench. If Kuzma can play like the Kuzma of two years ago, I think you've got you have something there. They got Aaron Holiday from my Pacers, who's also another guy um, who who can kind of fill that point guard role. Um, they've got they've got some pieces there. Now, will that equivalent the wins? Uh, uh, probably not, but. I mean, they do have some pieces that I like. Um, how many wins do we have them at? Thirty-three and a half is what Bet Online has the Wizards. I'm going to take the. I'm going to take the slight over. Yep. Thirty-four. You're doing slight, slight. Oh yeah, I'm going slight, slight. Nothing big now. What will big rig? Like I don't think they're going. <laughs> I wouldn't say anything like thirty-eight, but thirty-four. I think that's respectable. Oh man. I think Bradley Bill gets you a couple wins just on his on his own. Yeah, I agree. Here we go to end the night. Late night, Sean. Late night, Sean. Late, late night, Sean. Sean. Late, late night, night, Sean. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm gonna go with 36 wins for the Washington Ooh, Wizards. I'm okay. going up even higher. Okay. I think this is gonna be kind of a slightly surprising team. I think Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, back to form on this team, starting on this roster, playing with Bradley Beal is going to be great. And my bold prediction for this team is that Kyle Kuzma will play his way into the starting lineup of this team by the end of the season. Um, I do not like Rui Hachimura at all. He is so up and down. Um, I'm I'm totally kind of out on him. Uh, Bertans, whatever, man. (laughs) Whatever, man. Late night, Sean. Whatever. Late night, Sean, man. Here he uh, is. Montrez Harrell, I think, you know, he obviously didn't shine, shine with the Lakers. So um, I think he's going to be on a different – I think he's going to be a very valuable player to this team. Um, and, and, you know, um, I guess Thomas Bryan, I think he's he's injured at the moment. He'll be back, yeah. He'll, he'll be back um, eventually. And then uh, Denny Avija uh, also out. So um, it'll be interesting to see what this team does. But if you have Bradley Beal – and he has not demanded a trade, and he's not on the Philadelphia 76ers by the end of the season. I think I think 36 wins for this team is definitely doable. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think KCP is going to be awesome for yes, this team. Yeah, I, I, th- I think so, too. I think he was so good for the Lakers, too. I couldn't yeah. believe that he's yeah. gone. That's crazy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm with you. So that wraps up the Eastern Conference over under wins for the MB for the this episode of the Bench Mob. Next week we'll do the Western Conference to get that up for you as well. I'm not certain which of the four of us will be here, but um, this was a lot of fun, dudes. I really appreciate it. Um, so keep an eye out for this week for Shot Callers. I know that they are kind of doing their while we're doing the gambling side of things. Um, they are getting ready on the other part of it. They're getting ready division by division. So looks like what they have going on uh, actually. But this week though. Um, looks like they're going to be kind of doing a couple of things, just quick predictions on their season as well. So keep an eye out for shot callers with Kyle and Joe as well. Uh, but for here at the bench mob for Ben for late night, Sean, late night, Sean, thank you all for tuning in. Have a great night and uh, 
don't call bet online with our picks. Go the opposite of what we said. Take it easy. Exactly. <laughs>